0: Samsung Eyes Normal for Battery Manufacturing Plant. High School Football Practice Kicks Off. More on these stories. I'm Sierra Henry. I'm Kelsey Watsonauer. And this is Lee Enterprises Long Story Short. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Long Story Short, where we recap Central Illinois news from Lee Enterprises journalists. Um, we don't really have a lot to talk about uh, before we just jump into it, so we're just going to, you know get right on um, with some local government news. So Kelsey, uh, why don't you tell me about what's going on in Bloomington this week in local government?
1: Frustration is mounting in Bloomington as residents continue struggling with damages more than a month after a series of unprecedented storms caused severe flooding across the city. Reporter Tim Eggert this week wrote that the city held its fifth public discussion of the damage the storms caused, this time with the group presenting a petition with 87 signatures asking Ward 8 Alderman, Jeff Crable to support the city using American Rescue Plan funds to accelerate the Locus Colton sewer overflow project. Tim goes into detail about the damages and claims filed by many Bloomington residents. So if you want to read more about what the city is doing to help out during this time, find his full story over at Panagraph.com. There you can also find full coverage of the Bloomington City Council meeting. Now Sierra let's move into some business news. Take it away.
0: Well we have some huge news for Bloomington Normal this week. A U.S. Senator Dick Durbin said on Thursday that the South Korean conglomerate Samsung Group is eyeing Normal for a potential battery manufacturing plant. If selected the plant could be right next to Rivian Automotive which has poured millions of dollars into expanding and building out the former Mitsubishi Motors facility. Nothing is set in stone however and see C- CEO of the Bloomington Normal Economic Development Council, Patrick Hoban, said there are multiple billion-dollar prospects looking at the area. To read more on what this could mean for Central Illinois,
1: find my full story at panagraph.com. A multi-state cannabis company is eyeing Bloomington, reporter Tim Egger wrote this week. Land Lincoln Dispensary LLC was awarded rights to the only Bloomington area license up for grabs in the state's cannabis lottery. The company currently operates 51 dispensaries across eight states, and in July, it purchased Herbal Remedies Dispensaries LLC, one of the first licensed cannabis dispensaries in Illinois. For the full rundown on cannabis and the latest in Bloomington, you can find Tim's story at Panagraph.com. Now let's move into some education news. A lot going on there this week.
0: Meridian schools are not requiring students to wear masks when school begins next week, going against a state mandate issued by Governor J.B. Pritzker that requires all K through 12th grade students and staff to mask up while indoors. State education officials have said that failure to comply with the state's mask mandate puts the district at risk for losing state funding, accreditation, and the ability to participate in high school association sports, as well as insurance liabilities. Herald and Review reporter Valerie Wells reached out to the Meridian Superintendent Annie Piga, who deferred comment to the school board's president, who did not respond to requests for comment. To read more about what this means for Meridian schools, students, and staff, and potential repercussions, find Valerie. Story, story at
1: herald-review.com Students in Coles County returned to class this week, officially saying goodbye to remote learning. Not only only were the students excited, but so were the parents and school staff as they were finally able to see their kids in person again, Athena Pager wrote this week. The return was emotional for everyone, and I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot about how everyone's excited to be back in the classroom after such a weird year last year. To read more about how the first day of school went for these kiddos, you can find Athena's story at jg-tc.com. Along
0: the same lines, Athena also reported that the Mattoon School Board is holding an emergency special meeting today to discuss the state mandate. Along the same lines, Athena also reported that the Mattoon School Board is holding an emergency special meeting today to discuss the state mask mandate. The meeting came out of opposition to the mask mandate, so to get the latest on that, you can find the full details at jg-tc.com.
1: Alright, back to Kelsey. So while Charleston headed back to the classroom this week, Macon and McLean counties were both busy working on getting their students geared up with big school supply giveaways. The Back to School Alliance passed out about 4,000 backpacks full of supplies on Wednesday to Pre-K through 8th grade students in Bloomington District 87 and McLean County Unit 5. The motto for the Alliance is ready on day one, so the students who qualify for the giveaway must be registered and up to date with all their physicals and immunizations and everything before they can receive their invite. Now, usually the Back to School Alliance hosts the big party for the students to come pick out their backpacks. It's a lot of fun. But because of COVID precautions, they use the State Farm Corporate South Parking Deck for a drive through instead, and they're aided by about 100 volunteers throughout the day. And down in Decatur, the YMCA's annual backpack attack was last Saturday, helping families in need at Robertson Charter School, Old King's Orchard Community Center, and at the Y. The students involved with Young Leaders in Action helped pass out about 2,000 backpacks full of supplies for kids in kindergarten through sixth grade, with the goal to bring the bags to the community instead of having, one, having everyone come to the Y this year. You can find my story on the Back to School Alliance at Panagraph.com and Valerie Wells' story on the Backpack Attack at herald-review.com.
0: Now let's move into some sports. Uh, More than $9,000 in bonus money is on the line this weekend at Macon Speedway's 3rd Annual Diane Bennett Memorial, which honors the longtime scorer at the Speedway. Bennett worked at Macon for more than 30 years and passed away in 2015. The race is held annually in her honor. Every single position in all six divisions will receive bonus money thanks to the supporters who come out for the, the race. Uh, this year, point leaders coming to the event are Colby Shepard from Williamsville uh, in, pro late, in pro late Models, Springfield's Guy Taylor in Modifieds, Kyle Helmick in Pro Mods, Guy Taylor again with Street Stocks, Cantham Allens Harris in Hornets, and Springfield Darren Stark in Micros. Um, Pit gates will open Saturday at 4 p.m., grandstands at 5 p.m., hot laps start at 6 p.m., and racing will take the green at 7 p.m. Grandstand admission is $15, while kids 11 and under are for free. So for more details, find Matt Flatton's story at herald
1: The first day of fall practice has finally arrived, and high school football teams across Central Illinois are getting pumped for what they hope to be a normal season. Last year, the COVID-19 pandemic led to the usual fall season being canceled, and it was replaced with this weird, abbreviated spring schedule that didn't even have a playoff at the end. So, while well, this type of while well, this time of year is always kind of buzzing with excitement, it seems to be even more heightened this year for coaches and players. This week, Panagraph reporter Randy Reinhard caught up with coaches in Bloomington Normal, and Herald and Review reporter Matt Flatten stopped by the. Stop by an Eisenhower high school practice and he chatted with coaches at MacArthur so you can find those stories and read up on how they think the season is going to go over at pantograph.com and herald-review.com where we have a ton of photos of day one on the field.
0: Eastern Illinois University football players are coming in hot this fall with experienced players returning. Last week Matt Flatten spoke with the Panthers head coach Adam Cushing to preview the season, which will be unlike any other recent schedule with four non-conference games. This comes after Eastern Kentucky and Jacksonville State departed from the Ohio Valley Conference, leaving just seven teams in the OVC. So get excited for EIU football and head on over to jg-tc.com to read more. And now we're going to go into some public safety and courts related news. So Kelsey uh, is going to take it away with a a story coming out of um, McLean
1: County. This week in McLean County court, Larry E. Nell, 44 of Normal, pleaded guilty to first degree murder for the fatal April 9th stabbing of Dale E. Bowman, who's 59. Nell was initially charged with three counts of murder, two of which were dismissed as part of a partially negotiated plea deal. You can find more details on this case from Cape to Heather over at Panagraph.com.
0: Bloomington has its eyes on two candidates for the city's top cop position, one a high-ranking Illinois state police trooper and the other the current police chief of Springfield. Uh, police Colonel Jamal Simington and Chief Kenny Winslow are the two finalists to fill the vacancy after BPD Chief Dan Donath retired last September. Bloomington reporter Tim Eggert wrote about the two candidates, their careers, as well as some background on the BPD position. Uh, you can read his full story at
1: pantograph.com. Now, before we close out the public safety this week, we want to feature a huge story. Brendan Moore wrote on police retirements across Central Illinois. A survey conducted in April of two hundred police nationwide has shown that officer retirements were up 45 percent and resignations were up 18 percent in the last year. And in central Illinois that's often being seen among the city's top cops. More than half of the state's cities with populations greater than 50,000 have had police chiefs retire or resign since last August, including chiefs from nine of the state's 15 largest cities. That includes Peoria, Champaign, Bloomington, and Decatur. Now, these are outstanding statistics, and Brendan takes a deep dive look at the reasons behind these mass re- resignations and retirements. So if you want to know more about what's going on with Illinois police agencies, you can find Brendan's story at any of our three sites, harold reviewcom jg-ttc.com, and Panagraph.com.
0: Okay, um... <laughs> So we're going to close out today's podcast with some quick community news. We've got a lot of stuff going on this weekend, um, and we're just going to run through and and hit some of the highlights. Um, Over in Normal, the Craft Beer and Jazz Festival is returning. Um, There's going to be over 50 craft beers featured, um, which is pretty exciting for for uptown. Um, Huge news. The Panagraph, as you know, or maybe you don't know because you're not in Bloomington, <laughs> but uh, the Panograph and Castle Theatre have partnered to sponsor a series of concerts, and um, the third installment of that series is going to be this weekend with the North Mississippi All-Stars performing. Um, in Macon County, there's going to be an air show this weekend, so if you want to check that out, go go somewhere in Decatur um, to find that. Uh, more story on that, I think Valerie Rell, no, Donna Beckett wrote that story. Donette Beckett wrote that story so if you want to read more of the details on that she has it. Um, in general there's just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the Illinois State Fair is happening. Oh, Brendan yeah. Moore wrote about his one, I think the top six things to do in at the Illinois State Fair and also like just his love for the Illinois yeah. State Fair which is just very good. Love good it. Column. Yeah. Great column. And then um, I think that's off the dome. That's all I'm. I'm recalling at the moment. Um, Kelsey, do you have any any events you <laughs> know about?
1: I don't. I don't. In <laughs> our closing
0: comments, um, yeah, we've had a pretty stacked week. This was uh, really busy for all of us, and um, I hope you're sticking up with us as always. We have like all the updates on our Twitter, Facebook. It's, it's just Twitter and Facebook, and then like of course the websites, but Twitter, Facebook, you name it, uh, social media wise. But that's really going to do it for us today, folks. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast and are reporting, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. While you're at it, head on over to pantograph.com, herald-review.com, and jj tccom to look up subscription information and consider supporting hashtag local journalism.
1: School starts in Bloomington Normal next week. That'll be exciting. I have to wake up so early to do that.
0: I love back to school shopping. Okay. <laughs> okay.